Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Six eight seven zero seven zero zero. All right. <clears throat> All right. Hey, uh, testing one, two, one, two. All right. Hey, we're back. Highways of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. So, I know it's been a little bit since we've been on, and I know you all have been dying just in eager anticipation for the next Trend Chat episode, and here it is. So, our last episode was before the midterm elections so and and also you know thanksgiving as well so i hope you had a happy thanksgiving last week and i'm not finna go into this election analysis what two weeks later about about everything because for one it happened kind of basically how most people thought it was going to happen the consensus was that the democrats going to 
win the House and Republicans are going to keep the Senate. And that's what happened. So um, nothing really shocking, really. Maybe individual racism um, may have been uh, uh, here or there. But um, overall, it's basically what everyone kind of was projecting it was going going to be for the past couple of months, actually, if not the past half a year. So now that being said, there are still a number of races that haven't been decided fully yet, I guess, in a way. I mean, you had what was going on in Florida and Georgia with the governor's race. And I mean, hey, Florida and and Georgia have dodged the bullet of socialism, <laughs> I, I will say, for now. Who knows what happens by the time the next the, uh, the next governor's race? Who knows? Maybe Democrats have um, have uh, convinced enough enough people about the <laughs> the lie of the greatness of socialism, and unfortunately. Uh, a lot of people, especially a lot of young people, are are getting swept up in to, in the the thought of wanting to take from others just because you don't have it. Basically, I mean, I can get into all of the all of that about about socialism, and but so far, at least in Florida and Georgia, that has been stalled for for now, but. Personally, I just think that's the direction we're going, unfortunately, because I would say of envy and jealousy of people who are more fortunate um, and who may have, you know, more than others by whether it whether it was earned or whether it was by, you know, through family, just uh, but there's a lot of people who are basically very envious of um, of others, and I feel like that is that is one major part that is driving a lot of this, I guess, this sentiment of where um, we that we need to quote unquote, you know, uh, have the. I guess what you call the one percent pay their fair share or whatever, however that's supposed to mean or whatnot. But anyway, like I said, for now that's um, right now. But hopefully, maybe in the future, maybe more people will wake up to seeing that that is not the route to go. <laughs> that is not where we we don't need to go there. And unfortunately, history is not really helping um, change some people's minds a lot of um people who are for all this all these socialist policies whether you show examples of what happened in other countries and the like i said or or talk about history none of that is getting through because one i guess argument that they would use is that well it, it, it wasn't done the right way they didn't do this and uh, well, we're Americans, so we can we can do it better or whatever like that, you know, and none of it's going to happen. So but hey, look, I don't want to go down that track because that can be a long rant that can take up basically the whole episode. But um, that being said, like I said, I was not going to get into this long, you know, analysis about uh, the election. But I, I guess one thing I 
did want to mention is that there was record turnout for the midterms. And even with that, Democrats was able to just win the House by, you know, by over 30 uh, seats were flipped. And but they but Republicans kept control of the Senate. So even with that record turnout, they still didn't do as well as Republicans did in 2010 when they won both the House and the Senate and by larger numbers as well. And, that, that you know, that's funny because when, you know, Democrats are always saying, like, if we, if we get more turnout, then it's uh, it's automatically going to be in our favor. Well, you had record turnout and you still didn't do as well. So and like I said, this is a, a midterm election. So I guess we'll see in 2020 when you actually have you know President Trump on the ballot and well, where would that go as far as um maybe have even more turnout and who knows well like i said 2020 is a it's not that far away actually i mean i really could talk about it but <laughs> because it, it really is not that far away because by the first of next year in 2019 you, you're going to have people already going to make their announcements especially on the democrat side who knows i i um Kasich and other you know you guess you can call them Republicans. They, they'll probably want to um, announce to run against the president. So, anyway, that yeah, that'll that'll happen. Wouldn't be surprised. So, it, it's funny because I feel like the Democrats felt like that everyone after two years of the Trump administration would, I guess, feel like they regret their vote or something and. And like, and that every Democrat was going to get voted a hundred percent. I don't know. I guess, I feel like that's how they felt, especially because they kept talking about this whole blue wave that was going to happen. And it's like I say, it felt like they just thought that everyone was just. I mean, every everybody hates Trump, right? I mean, that's how they see it, right? And so, I mean, even if you don't, you have to regret what's been going on the past two years. I mean, you must want, you know, balance in the in the government, which you actually, you know, you kind of have now because now the Democrats are in control of the House now. So I'll say if anything, you have gridlock more than, than balance, really. But that being said, that's where we're at now. So now another thing that. Actually, what we were talking about in our last episode is actually going on now here um, the past couple of days is the whole, you know, caravan, migrant caravan that was coming through the, um, you know, through Mexico and everything. And now they're here uh, right at the border. At least some of them are here. And and now um, you had... What yesterday where you had some uh some of the people were on the on the other side of the border were throwing rocks and and other other things and then they had um i guess border, border patrol i don't know if the military i forget which one but they you know uh they um uh, shot uh tear gas to you know get people to move away from the border and whatnot and obviously the the media you know they they 
found the the few women and children that were there to make sure they focus on them because that's that's the narrative they want to set. They want to set on the crying child. That's the one they want to they want to make sure they get that one. I mean, let's totally forget about the ninety percent of men that are in this caravan. No, let's just focus on the women and children because because the women and children that's gonna make. The, Make the people, you know, feel real bad and feel sad about all these, you know, legal immigrants who have totally disregarded um, the what they've been told about not coming up here to no, don't do not come up here. Come here the right way. You've been told that. And yet and on top of that, you totally disregard um, disregard that warning. And on top of not accepting you know, help from whether it's from Mexico or or other countries. No, you just totally you shunned that away. You don't you don't want you didn't want the help from there from those other countries because you want to come to the United States. And look, I understand that's that's the you know I, I don't fault anyone for because they want to come here, but there is a right way to come here. And what they are doing is not the right way. And they are willfully just ignoring our laws and and just seeking to just basically cut the line by claiming asylum, which, you know, I've said before, if they have, you know, real, you know, true claims of asylum. OK, that being said, I think the president brought up about. Um, if even for the people who are claiming asylum that they should um, he said that they should wait you know in Mexico since they're already in Mexico now just wait there wait there and get their case you know um, get it I guess looked at and whatever and yeah I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's how it should have been done because the way we're doing it now, as far as so, if someone comes in uh, to the country, then they claim asylum, then they put them into a, I guess you call it like a detention center for for a couple of weeks or whatever. Then, um, if they can't get their case heard, then they are are basically told to come back for their hearing, but they're released into the country. And if I <laughs> If I knew that is how it goes, why would I bother coming back? Especially if I came here illegally. And especially if I came here just seeking asylum, just saying asylum, just so I can get into the country. I mean, just asking that particular question should just automatically make you think twice as far as how to, and, and just seeing the potential for corruption, which makes it so easy to to take advantage of the system. That's so that's such an easy question to think of. All right. OK, if we're going to do it this way, I, I just feel like someone could like could just think for one second, like, well, if we do it that way, can't they just claim asylum and then don't come back? Well, we'll we'll, we'll find them and, you know, then. But. But still, I mean, once they get in, I mean, then they can, you know, go to a community of people that's going to protect them. And and you can go to a number of cities that are actually protect them called sanctuary cities that are, you know, 
protect their illegal <laughs> their legal status and keep them here as long as long as they, I guess as long as they can. But but yeah, so we got that going on now, and I guess I'm not going to get too much into that because we have Anna Paulina will be with us on Thursday and she'll talk more about the caravan and other issues that are involving what's going on down at the Southern border. So, Oh, if I haven't mentioned, I don't think I have actually, but we're broadcasting from Louisville, Kentucky today. And, um, <laughs> you know, I had another thing that I wanted to mention, which is kind of, I guess is related to the, to the midterms as well but it also is it don't just count for the midterms it it's just in general because it kind of something that something that comes up all the time and i guess i'll talk about that but before we get to get to that let's hear a word from my friends from the founding project hello trend chat listeners if you like the founding projects civics education video series civics for all ages and our educational meme series. We think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Commentary as subtle as a sledgehammer. This is Trend Chat. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Back to the music. That's right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, turn it back up a little bit. Look. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, yeah. So, I guess one thing I did want to mention, and it's something that I... For the past couple of weeks that since we haven't been on, this happened like I well, I saw this article. This was around right after the midterms and I remember like I, I commented on the article and I I think I, I posted it on Facebook and I was thinking about actually doing an episode about it then and then I was like, ah, whatever, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not even gonna, you know, spend that much time talking about this but i tell you i honestly it had it is it is eating at at me it has gotten to, to on my nerves to the point where i all right i'm going to talk about it <laughs> and and I, I think it's something i haven't really talked about on here so i guess this would be the time to actually put it out in the public and put it on <laughs> put it on the podcast for uh, i guess for it to, you know to to be here for i guess for all time i don't know how this works i mean who knows stuff get deleted after a couple of years i don't know but anyway so uh right after the midterms there was a boston globe article that was um <clears throat> that was titled well it was titled a, a, a number of different ways but 
I think now it's titled Memo to Black Men um, Stop Voting Republicans. So basically it was just trying to shame black men who had the audacity. I mean, the just the gall to vote Republican. Just trying to shame all black men like myself who <laughs> voted for um, so voted for Republicans, whether in Georgia and Texas or voting for Ted Cruz and whatnot. And so they were looking at the numbers and because, well, black women voted over 90 percent Democrat. So uh, for them, they were like, oh, great. You know, great. The blacks did black women did what they supposed to do. And um, and so then they see the number of black men um, was like. What eighty percent? It's like under eighty percent voted Democrat. So that basically meant like in the teens, like maybe what ten, seventeen percent or something like that voted Republican. So it wasn't even it ain't like it was half and half, but just for the for the fact that it was ten percent of black men voted for Republicans, it just for this uh what's the name renee graham who wrote this boston globe article and it wasn't just her there was other articles and other people who were talking about it as well and just they just can't fathom how dare these 10 percent of black men how could they vote republican i mean i'm like i was like i could see them crying and just about it or whatever and just just from that small fraction just calls her to write this article and I mean, how desperate can you be, really, in, to want to write something like this over a, a, a fraction of, of people, a small fraction that are voting who dare to vote opposite of, of, of what you want in a way? And and like I said, the article, I guess if you want to look it up, it's called, you know, Memo to Black Men, Stop Voting Republican. And it's in the Boston Globe. And like I said, you know, they had those tired arguments and, and obviously in there like, well, what, uh, how can you vote for a party that doesn't care for you, quote unquote, or um, or or a party that is against your self-interest, quote unquote, or whatever. Like so. And so this is the thing that has been really eating at me. <laughs> so. So I will say this about that. About well, first let's go with the doesn't care about you part. Let's, let's start there. First of all, I don't really care about how much they quote unquote care about me. <laughs> like I can care less about how warm and fuzzy they are. For me, when it comes to who I'm going to vote for, it's like this: one, can you do the job? You know, do we have similar principles? You know, will you stand up and fight for those principles against Democrats and, you know, and Republicans as well? And so can you do all that? All right, I'll vote for you. That is it. I don't care about you being all, you know, warm and cuddly and um, being nice and and showing that you care or whatever like that. I mean, yeah, I know. Look, I know I'm in the minority, a minority of a minority in this because you know, the majority wants someone who's like relatable and all nice and sunshines and rainbows, rainbows, I guess, and just make them feel so, so warm inside. But I don't care. Honestly, I, I couldn't care less about that. 
Just do the job. That's all I want. Just do the job. So <laughs> now that's well, that's the first part. So now the second part is um when people want to bring up now I hear this all the time. Like this is like the as soon as someone found out anything about me, whether they know that I'm a conservative or if I you know, if I post something about Republicans or whatever like that, you'll cut you have these um liberal black people that'll come out and like one of the first things they always bring up uh, why um why are you voting against your self-interest i mean i think it's it's never fails <laughs> it, it, it's going to come out and the first thing i would think about like well for one you don't know me so you don't even know what my self-interests are that's the first thing you just assume my my interest just because just because i'm black that's the only reason and now, let's just think about that word self-interest. <laughs> when when these people are saying self-interest, um I'm guessing they're they're meaning they don't really mean self-interest. They basically mean community interest. Because like I said, you have no clue about who I am or what my values are. So why are you just so obviously you just basically looking at the community black community and what their supposed interests are now in that case you can have that i can care less about that i don't care about what you what the uh the community interest is especially if if the interest is in line with what the democrats are selling because if we're gonna go there then i myself have no interest in what the democrats are selling None at all. So I, I have no interest in raising taxes on people, you know, just because they're successful or, you know, just because, just because they got it or because I've been fed this, this lie about wanting them to pay their fair share, even though they're already paying a, a good share of it already at the moment. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not interested in none of that. I'm not interested in raising taxes on anyone. I wish we could reduce taxes on everyone. But apparently that is the interest of the black community. Apparently. I'm not interested in continuing the slaughter of babies through abortion. I'm not interested in that at all. But apparently that's what the black community is interest, interested in. That is the community interest that supposedly that's supposed to be my interest because I supposed to be voting Democrat so we can, can continue the the blight of <laughs> this country when it comes to abortion. And let's, I mean, even the Second Amendment, let's look at it that way. Apparently, I'm supposed to be against the second amendment because, uh, because I guess racism, I guess, or whatever. And I, I'm not interested in wanting to infringe on the second amendment. You know, it's, it's funny to me when we especially talk about the second amendment, because on one hand, you have plenty of black people who are always 
wanting to the just crying the moan about whether it's the police state or just whatever uh viral video out there right now of of police brutality or of some you know uh police interaction that is happening and every time that one of those videos come out they want to talk about police brutality and talk about how the, the how the you know the police is killing black men you know you let let them tell it police is just out there killing black men just because like they wake up in the morning that's that's on their mind i just want to murder black people that's that's how they see the police now with all of that then they want to turn around and empower that same government by giving them you know the power of just disarming them, the the community take away our self defense so you don't you don't trust the government you think that the government is corrupt you think the the police is out there you know killing us in the community and yet you want to entrust that same government for your security and you want to give that government more power by disarming you that is one thing that i really find very puzzling and i never understood that aspect especially when when we talk about the second amendment anyway what i'm saying is that there are a number of issues that i have absolutely no interest in what the democrats are advocating for and the policies that they want to implement so for me to for me to vote democrat would be going against my self-interest it would be going against everything i stand for everything that i believe in but they they don't see it that way because when they when they said self interest they mean no, look you need to you need to be down for the cause or what whatever nonsense I really don't care about all this slang <laughs> but I mean whatever it is I don't care honestly when when someone wants to like have that discussion I'm willing to have the discussion but once you start want to just keep on bringing up the same old argument and I tell you. If you're just going to assume what my interests are, then I, you know what? Unless you care to know what, what my actual interests um, are as far as when it comes to voting, then, you know, I ain't got time for it. So, now, you know what? Actually, I got a, another scenario that's not race based, I guess, that I guess I want to bring up that kind of focus in as far as about when it comes to, um, you know, self-interest in a way. And, but it, it, it involves another industry It actually involves my industry that I am involved in. But before we get there, let's hear a word from politics. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat. 
Also, contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and, of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So, I picked that song in particular, actually, because um, the name of that song, <laughs> what is the name of this song, was, uh, uh-oh, <laughs> I guess I wanted to play it louder for y'all. <laughs> now, that was that was me trying to figure out what the name of the song was. Actually, the, oh, yeah, Blue Texas Trucker. So, um, yeah, so... I picked that song in particular because it kind of goes into what I wanted to mention about. So I was talking about self-interest, you know, as far as basically, I mean, why just because of the, you know, just because I'm black, I mean, I suppose to vote Democrat and that my self-interest is supposed to be about, you know, uh, for abortion, for raising taxes, for, you know, uh, um, infringing on second amendment and on and on and on. There's a, there's, plenty of other issues we can go on i mean we can just you know talk about illegal immigration and you know as far as talking about the the caravan uh, that that could be another issue i mean uh, i guess if you my, my interest is for to be uh for open borders and just you know totally disregard of the law so, or something like that but that's not my interest my interest is that we should should you know have a rule of law and especially when it comes to our border and it's pretty simple that we should know who's coming into this country we shouldn't just let anyone just waltz in whether it's our border or our homes or anything i mean i I brought this up before it's like your house you wouldn't just you just you just wouldn't just let anyone just come in your house you would like people to you like to know who's coming and you let them to use the front door or at least a door. I mean, okay, they can use a maybe a side door, back door, whatever, but at least use a door and at least know that I'm, that you're coming and know who you are. And if they want, you know, if you, if you, uh, trust that person to come into your home, then you let them in. If you don't, you don't. It's the, basically the same idea as far as when it comes to the border. Uh, and yeah, so, but apparently, because I'm black, I'm supposed to totally disregard all that. <laughs> but uh, going away from that, just speaking about self-interest. Now, I'm a truck driver. Like it's mentioned in the beginning, you know, from the highways of America. Like I said, we're in Louisville, Kentucky. And so I'm a truck driver. And so here's a scenario for you. For one, I know... Maybe a lot of you have seen whether it's articles or, you know, the stories on the news or whatever about these driverless vehicles, just talking about cars um, <clears throat> that, you know, in the future, in, in not so distant future, you will have driverless cars. And so if you take that concept and take it, <laughs> take it one step further, we could very easily have driverless 
vehicles for trucks, you know, delivering on the road. Um, that could very well happen. I mean, you already have concepts out there. You have, I've, I've seen um, videos from where the Mercedes Benz and other trucking companies, um, uh, not trucking companies, but um, just uh, manufacturers out there. And they have, um, they're, they're testing this out to not fully driverless, but pretty close to where you, you still have a driver in there, but the the truck <laughs> Uh, computer is doing a lot of the driving more and we're going to that we're going that direction to where not only will we have driverless cars you have driverless trucks on the road as well so what they got to do with the whole you know with my self-interest now me as a truck driver i drive trucks so um if we have this shift where we're using driverless trucks on the road that endangers my job directly but here's here's what i say just because of technology that would you know advance i guess technological advances that are in our industry that that doesn't mean that I change my principles because of I guess of it, see I'm just thinking about this off the top of my head because like my principles are not conditional let's put it that way so just because this particular aspect that may happen in the future endangers my job I'm not going to change my principles about free markets or or about capitalism because I could very well be out of a job to a driverless truck but there are many people out there who would say yes I'm all for the free market I'm all for capitalism until it affects them <laughs> so in this case I you know you could have someone say well um yeah well I well we need to really um slow down this uh the progress of these uh, driverless trucks um because uh it, it put drivers out of work and it, you know we, we we can't have that well i mean if we kept if we you know stopped technological advances just because people will lose their jobs we will never have any technological advances <laughs> um whether it's whether we're talking about the automobile itself <laughs> or whether it's um building automobiles building trucks or anything like that we can't we can't you know halt technology just because of what it would do to the workforce I mean, we shouldn't at least, but it happens all the time. And so, and also, I wouldn't be surprised that we probably could have had this a long time ago. No, nah, I didn't say a long time ago, but we probably would have been had, um, had more of this going on now if we probably didn't have people in, you know, there's lobbyists and everything that are trying to slow down 
um, this basically it's it's coming eventually and so me personally look I understand that you know what that could potentially mean for me as far as a truck driver but I'm not I would not agree to be part of um, be part of something that would try to halt uh, the advances to to our economy, a comedy or just what or how it will benefit everyone. Um, it could be more efficient and pretty, I'm pretty sure it would be more efficient because for one, uh, the trucks don't have to sleep. <laughs> these trucks don't need to be on a 10 hour break. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure these would be more efficient than people like myself driving trucks. And so, yeah, that will, that would directly threaten my job. But you know what? Like I said, I believe in these free market principles. I believe I'm a conservative. I, you know, I believe all of this as far as capitalism. And I believe this because I believe that these principles are ultimately universally beneficial to the betterment of all people. That's what I believe. Not just myself. I don't, I'm not in, you know, I'm not in this. I'm not, um, advocating for these principles because it's, it's going to help me out. What if it helps me out, that's actually secondary. My whole reason why I believe it and I, and why I'm involved is because I believe these, these principles help people and could help people if we could actually <laughs> get it done. And so I will be a, I'll be a big hypocrite to be all of a sudden um, talking about, Hey, I believe in the free market. And all of a sudden when my job is, <laughs> will be on the line, we'll say, well, well, you know what? Well, we need to stop that though, because um, I, I, I want to keep my job. No, that's no, I, I will not be hypocritical about that. And so let look all of what I'm talking about as far as the old trucks thing. I don't know. I tell new drivers all the time, especially right now. If you, if you're a truck driver and if you listen to this right now, and if you just got started, I don't think you'll make it to retirement. You may, I think I would, I, I think I would at least make it to retirement. I mean, I mean, I've been driving for 13 years. So I think I would at least make it to retirement age <laughs> before all of this happens, at least on a grand scale, at least. But someone that just started right now, maybe they won't. And I mean, you have, uh, you know, you may have at least the well-experienced drivers um, stay on maybe to um, just to be, keep a couple, you know, in the company. But, um, the the more we move towards that future which like i said it's not, it's a not so distant future i don't think i think maybe 10 to 20 years we might be at least having a few on the road in 10 to 20 years who knows might even have more just depends on how much regulations and <laughs> have been put on put on these companies and whatever that's a whole nother deal that's you know that's all politics right there but um <clears throat> yeah but I, 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 30, 40 years. Yeah, I could see this happening. 
And, um, you know, by that time, hopefully I would be retired, <laughs> be retired at the, well, that, at that point, at, I guess, 30 years of doing this podcast. <laughs> no, no, I don't No, That's not happening. I, I, I can't see that happening unless I, hey, unless someone wants to pay me to, to do this for another 30 years, I depend on how much you pay me. I might, I might could, <laughs> but, um, in a way, but, um, but yeah, that, that definitely is something that could be coming down the line and so i guess i just wanted to mention that because i when it comes to this whole word this whole word about self-interest it's not something that doesn't appeal to me at all because you know for one if you're talking about my self-interest then you don't know for one you need to know who i am and then you also need to understand why i'm actually am involved and I think if people actually give give some thought as far as, you know, um, and not just automatically thinking that, well, this person is, um, you know, what well, they just doing it, you know, because they want to won't get, um, I guess, gratification from, um, you, know, you know, if you're a black conservative, they some, you know, black people, liberal blacks, people will say like, well, you're just trying to get, you know, validation from white folks or whatever like that you know for one thing let me, let me just say this then you know i'm not a conservative to please you whoever if who, whoever you are listening right now i'm just saying it i'm not a conservative because just to please you i'm a conservative because that's what i believe in um and and i'm not conservative just to troll people i'm conservative because this is what i believe in <laughs> so but anyway all that being said, like I said, you know, I'm glad everybody's been listening. And again, we will have Anna Paulina with us on Thursday to talk about the, the caravan and everything that's been going on the southern border. So I appreciate it. And wow, I guess I really had a lot to get off my chest. Went to 45 minutes. <laughs> And we're right here at the end. So, and yeah, so I appreciate everyone listening for the third time. <laughs> and if you like this, hey, share it. Let other people know about it. We can, we're always looking to grow. We're always looking to get more people on. So, hey, just um, keep listening and get other others to listen with you. So until Thursday, we'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. 
Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.